Welcome to the LU Moment. Thanks for listening. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. And each week we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. You know, in celebration of Black History Month, we've been spotlighting some of the distinguished African-American graduates. So this week I wanted to give a shout out to some African-American elected officials. You may know these folks from around the area. Chris Bates, he's currently the youngest constable in the state of Texas, the second youngest constable in Texas history, the first African American constable ever elected in his precinct, the youngest elected official in Jefferson County history. He earned his B.S. in general studies from Lamar University. Joe Desotel, Democratic member of the Texas House of Representatives since 1999. He doesn't want us to know that date. <laughs> he was uh, he has represented District 22 in Jefferson County, and uh, he earned his B.S. in government from Lamar University. I won't give the date. There you go, Joe. All right, Zena Stevens, Jefferson County. First female major and deputy chief, and now it's first black and first female sheriff in Jefferson County, and the first black female to become a sheriff in Texas. Political science degree from Lamar University. Odwin Samuels, Beaumont City Council, Ward 3. Ransom Jones, Jefferson County Justice of the Priest, Precinct 6, and he's a past alumni advisory board president. Just some of the elected officials, outstanding African American graduates from Lamar University. Uh, it's Mardi Gras time. If you hadn't noticed, everything's kind of uh, that that green, purple, uh, yellow hue. And Lamar University is celebrating the carnival like never before. Our band, the Showcase of Southeast Texas, is traveling to the center of Mardi Gras, uh, New Orleans. Sounds like a great time, doesn't it? They're going to march in one of the parades. So I invited Dr. Eric Shannon. He's the director of athletic bands, associate director of bands, and assistant professor of music. And he'll be taking the band to New Orleans. I wanted you to tell us all about it and why the rest of us don't get to go. I mean, this seems like a campus-wide event. We should all go. Uh, you can all go. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on, Shelly. Yeah, glad you're here. So why why New Orleans? Why, why are we doing this Mardi Gras thing? Shouldn't these kids just stay in school? What's going on? It's important for us to provide great experiences for our students. Um, there's such a fascinating culture in New Orleans, and this this celebration on Fat Tuesday, the uh, Mardi Gras, which is French for essentially Fat Tuesday, uh, it's an important cultural element of this part of our country, and um, and it's only five hours away. And so we were just looking for things that we could expose our students to that would have multiple uh, points of value, recruitment value, retention value for participation in the band. Um, but at the heart of it, it's uh, taking our students to give them an opportunity to apply their skills and perform on one of the world's great stages. Right, right. So recruitment, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. I mean, how, how is this a recruitment tool? Well, in any organization, you've got front door recruiting, you've got back door recruiting. Uh, you want to be out front and, hey, new students, come on in. Uh, you also want, hey, current students, stick around. Uh, and so we do a little bit of both with this. Um, the the media that we'll be able to put together of showing the experience that our students are having, uh, in addition to what's actually probably most important is their word of mouth. They have a great experience, and they tell their friends. Um, I tell them all the time. I'm like, you know, who do you know? Who do you want to be in band with? And then help us get them in band. Um, and then, uh, you know, with an extension of that is – that they want to do this again. So that's something that's not, I don't think, really come out, but this is a perpetual commitment from our administration. So this is something oh, that yeah. uh, we want to be mm-hmm. something that all future showcase of Southeast Texas members can look forward to because we need to build a culture of significant travel. 
um, with our with our marching band and other performance ensembles. You know, there's a little bit of an arms race out there, and uh, sure, a lot of the sure. schools you yeah. know, are all trying to do different things. Um, but because it's what is good for our students and right for their experience, you know, it just makes total sense to do. All right, so let me get my head around this. You're going to put how many kids, how many students in buses and take them and to this gigantic party in <laughs> New Orleans, right? I mean, right. how it many is, students um, and what's the plan? So we're going to take 160 students plus about nine staff members. Uh, we are going to be taking LUPD to help ensure the safety of our students and help um you know, just kind of oversee things as, as we go through it. Uh, the trip is, is uh, quite scripted. Um, so, there, you know, the itinerary is, is full as Detailed. we go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're going to go over there Thursday evening uh, in four buses, and then we'll have a rehearsal at a high school, and hopefully we'll get to meet those folks on Friday. Um, kids will have lunch. Also a recruitment um, opportunity, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll have a little rest time, and then we'll, we'll load up the buses, we'll head downtown, and we'll step off in the Crew Day Op Parade. It's a satirical parade. Um, it steps off at 6.30 p.m. Um, and goes from uptown New Orleans across along Canal Street all the way and ends at the French Quarter. So Sounds It's a four-and-a-half-mile like a- parade, so I know we're all kind of wow. uh, looking ahead at that. And some of the students I know are... That's a long parade. And that's going to be a long parade. And um, yeah. there's longer ones. That's wow. what I tell them. There's longer ones. This there isn't are. so bad. Yeah, Do they get to enjoy miles. the... I mean, are y'all going to stay a little bit longer and get to enjoy yeah, the festivities so, at so all? So Friday's I mean, our parade. And then um, Saturday, we have, we'll take them downtown to see some... Per, to get to watch a parade or two. Yeah. And then, um, you know, we have a great contact there with the Crew Day Ott, and he has been doing Mardi Gras parades for 20, 25 years. So he's got us some instructions and about how the buses can flow through downtown. So there's going to be a pickup point. So our students are going to be able to uh, go back to the hotel, come back downtown. Uh, it is a free day for them on Saturday, but um, we've been talking with them about, you know, the ways to be safe and enjoy the festivities and, um, you know, I trust our students. We've got great students. That, that is so incredible. I heard you tell someone you're going because of joy, and I really love that. Can you, can you expand on that? Sure. You know, um, going all the way back to when these students start learning to play their musical instruments uh, in the band format, usually starts at sixth grade. Um, you know, that's a long time. Some of these students are 22. They've been yeah. playing. They've been just, you know, going to band rehearsals for 11 straight years, yeah, 12 straight decade. years. Yeah, and there's a lot of things that they can do with these talents. And a lot of times we see people, when they stop being in band, they stop playing their instruments. And we don't want that. I mean, we want, you know, just as we talk about lifelong learners, we want lifelong performers. And so um, the application of these skills uh, for the joy of others, uh, my dad always says, you know, figure out what people's dreams are, help them realize them. And you'll see oftentimes your dreams are realized along the way. So by uh, by performing and, and, and playing for others, I think a lot of their own uh, aspirations will be achieved. Um, the heart of, of Fat Tuesday is really to feast. Right. It's about to be fasting time. So yes. you know, have a lot of fun. Let's bulk eat up. A, eat a lot of food. Right. Here. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, just joy and mm-hmm. the celebrations of Mardi Gras really are, are about joy. Joy, Perfect. Love it. Thanks for being here. Um, we're hoping that we see a lot of social media yes. uh, once y'all are there. And, and hashtag uh, La Mardi Gras. Hashtag we are LU. Hashtag we are LU. Hashtag La Mardi Gras. We'll be checking it out. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right. So uh, spring is coming and that means high schoolers will soon be graduating and making that transition to college. 
that can be a very anxious time. I, I've got a, a senior who's going to graduate this year, and yes, I'm anxious. I don't think he's so anxious, but I'm very anxious. Um, and, and, and that anxiety is even greater for students with disabilities. Lamar University has a transition fair. And it's planned specifically for students with special needs. I've got in studio Kyle Mutz of the Disability Resource Center. He's the director there. And Aaron Tabor, associate director of the Disability Resource Center. And we have this, this transition fair. It's an annual event. When is it planned um, for this year? Um, next Thursday, our, we're having our annual transition fair. Okay. It's a really big event that we uh, have turned into the um, signature event for our department. And it's the sixth time we've had, had it. And sixth year. Yeah. So very successful. Yes. And um, Aaron and I have really worked really hard to make it a, a community-type event that we've had a buy-in from a lot of the area uh, school districts. Um, this year, we've had 16 different schools uh, participate so far. Wow. And currently, we have 297 uh, students. Coming uh, to this fair? Registered. Registered. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. Well, I mean, like I said, it's you know it's an anxious time where parents and and high school or seniors are trying to decide where they're going to go to college, and I'm sure even more so for students with disabilities. But they need to know that Lamar has specific resources for students with disabilities, and I'm assuming that's what this fair is about: showing them those. What are they going to see? What are they going to learn about? Um, I think one of the reasons we originally wanted to start something like this was that. There are lots of challenges for students in general without disabilities, yes, right? Yes, yes. Um, and then when you look at somebody with a disability, they have the added challenge of having the disability, um, where do I go for accommodations? How do, what kind of documentation do I need once I get to the university or the college that I'm looking at? Um, who do I talk to? Uh, what kind of resources do I need to have? Um, how is it different once I get to the, the college? Who do I talk to? So mm-hmm, um, it's mm-hmm. always better to talk to somebody face-to-face um, and you know, know who to speak to. So um, we make that, that process much easier when uh, you can go and know somebody in name um, and also make it a fun experience. Not an intimidating um, right. Or- Anxiety-ridden experience. So what kind of disabilities can Lamar accommodate? Everything? We, If somebody is experiencing a challenge related to their health, their uh, any kind of disability physical. health-related, physical, mental, uh, social, um, intellectual, um, we accommodate every type of disability. Hearing, so visual? Hearing, visual. Okay. Um, we don't limit it to just one type of disability. Um, our transition fair accommodates any type of disability. So um, we try to invite resources that uh, will make it uh, meaningful to anybody. So, um, and that's just not, um, and that's the vision that we had is to make it an inclusive transition fair. Um, so that's the beauty about our transition fair okay. is that it's a, uh, Uh, an inclusive event okay and so are we going to have different people there fair kind of tends to mean different uh, vendors or different uh, resources or booths or tables or what have you who all is there did you want to talk about that Aaron? aaron's going to talk about that 
All right, Aaron, you've, uh, you're helping to organize this thing. What's the time, yes. by the way? It's next Thursday. The date is? The 27th, the 27th. February 27th. Okay. And we're going to be starting check-in for students around 9 a.m. And they'll be there till about 1. Uh, so they get to um, hear from different staff members. Um, they'll hear from our office. So they'll learn about accommodations in higher education um, and how to go about that process. Like Kyle was mentioning, that's kind of daunting for our students um, coming in. And so they'll hear from us. They're also going to hear um, from some st- a student perspective. You know, they've gone through the process already and kind of, you know, that peer-to-peer piece um, and help them know that I can do this as well. I've been there and done that, yeah. so you can yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. that's always good. Exactly. And then we do have the a resource fair type of situation as well. Um, and that's one of the really popular parts of it. Uh, the students love to go through. Um, they're able to, you know, like Kyle said, we have something for every level. So if students aren't thinking about higher education when they finish high school, that's okay. We have some community resources that can help them get into oh. the workforce. Oh, perfect. Um, but we also do do have, you know, Lamar University campus resources, as well as LIT will be there, um, Lamar State College Port Arthur, Lamar State College Orange. So their disability services teams and their recruitment teams are there because we know that, you know, everybody's in a different place and they may need to start in a different area. Well, it, it sounds like just a, a very valuable day. And, and um, like I, I didn't realize, I thought that it was just about Lamar University, but these are folks who can come graduating from high school and really determine what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do they get registered and um, where, where can they go to do that? We do have um, a link where students or, um, you know, a teacher, if they want to bring their group of students, which is usually how it works, um, can register. Um we can they can contact our office for that link i don't have it posted anywhere on the our disability website resource center what's your phone number mm-hmm. it's 409-880-8347 or they can email us at lamar uh, at drc at lamar.edu very good did we get it all it's free i'm assuming yes it's free and um, another nice piece is the students get to go eat at the dining hall compliments of the drc and they really enjoy that piece they feel like we're really getting to experience some of that college uh you know life and so they eat at the dining hall they get to take tours um they get to see the rec center and we even have wheelchair basketball that they get to participate in so they get to see all those cool things that um, students get to experience once they're on campus it's fabulous love it uh uh, transition fair next thursday the 27th starts at 9 a.m thank you very much hey you've been listening to the lu moment i'm shelly vitanza the director of public affairs at lamar university the pride of southeast texas we'll see you next week